Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to The Social Circus, where every week we dive into a variety of topics covering social media, mindset, and how to run your business. I hope that you enjoy today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Social Circus. I am your host each and every week, and today I am super excited to be joined by the fabulous Claudia from Candor Consulting. Hello. Hello, Sarah. Thank you for having me. Oh, my absolute pleasure. I am so pumped for our conversation today because for all my listeners, we were having a wee chat before I hit record, um, as I often do, and I realized I better hit record because we were diving into some good, juicy conversations. So, um, Cloudy, would you like to tell my listeners a little bit about yourself and your business and what it is that you do? Absolutely, Sarah. Really, really excited to be here. Um, my name's Claudia. I run a business called Candor Consulting. My specialty is supporting incredible female entrepreneurs and female leaders to market themselves with confidence and to build a really powerful personal brand. My background is ex-corporate, ex-lawyer, ex-coms, and I went out um, on my own four years ago and have had the absolute pleasure of working with some incredible women in their own businesses. So I absolutely love what I do. Oh, amazing. So you have these, you nearly almost sound like ex-con after you said ex-lawyer. That was <laughs> you said ex-con. <laughs> so um, very um, impressive track record there. So what inspired you to start your own company? I think what's really interesting when you're starting out your career is that some people say you've got to choose the one thing, right? And you've got to get in the one box and then the one label. And I was never really interested in doing that. So I was always um, studying multiple things. I was really exploring a whole range of different industries, but my very natural space is in that communication, that storytelling, public speaking, relationship building. And so in my early 20s, when I was studying law, I was always freelancing and marketing on the side. I was always helping small businesses with things like writing their copy or doing their social media. And it was after I got admitted as a solicitor, I had to have a good, hard look at myself in the mirror and say, am I going to be able to have the career and the life that I want with the flexibility, the freedom, the creativity, and I think the true passion for what I did. And I discovered that law was not going to be the place that I could do that. You know, I was wearing uh, corporate suits and court shoes. And I said, what would it look like if I could wake up every day and wear a pair of sneakers and a leather jacket and sit down with my laptop and do my work? What would that look like? And very soon I figured <laughs> out that running a business was going to be um, the best way for me to do that. So that freelancing over many, many years while I was studying then turned into a marketing consulting business, which I opened full-time four years ago. Oh my goodness. What a great story. And Um, I so wish that, um, because you're obviously quite a lot younger than me, um, I so wish I'd had that foresight when I was younger to kind of go, what does this look like if I wanted to be myself? Because I'm I'm like you, I spent spent a long time in a suit. Um, I don't know if I wore court shoes very well because I'm not that kind of girl, but a long time in a suit. And it took me a while to realize like now my happiness is um, I I have so many sneakers that I wear because I stand on my feet a lot when I'm training and jeans and just being myself. And it's so lovely to sit in that space of comfort, isn't it? Absolutely. And I think it feeds into a lot of our own personal power and how we show up in the world. If we're dressing up in the shoes and the 
suit and we're commuting and we're doing all the things we think we're supposed to do to be a successful uh, career person, we're so often not honoring those truer parts of ourselves that actually make us want to get up in the morning, jump out of bed and say, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be creating something meaningful with my work. I know. So it's so, I I love it. You're giving me all goosebumps already. (laughs) So let's talk about it because it might have sounded a little bit macro when you described what it is that you do in terms of helping people. So say I've come to you and say, my business isn't growing how I want it to grow. How do you help me with that? That's a really wonderful question. The majority of women who come to me, um, they've been in similar shoes, Sarah, as you and I. They're ex-corporate or ex-traditional industry. They've opened a business because they've sought that flexibility and that freedom, and they've got a very specific skill set. They've now got no idea how to actually grow and scale that business. And so they come to me and they say, Claudia, what needs to happen here? And a lot of the time, my first question is, what do you really want out of this business? What does the end game look like? What does a really great day look like in your business? And for some people, they've actually never been asked that question before. They've actually Mm -hmm. never been given the permission or been given the space and the grace to answer it truthfully. And so I really like to have a pretty clear picture of why people are in business, what they're trying to achieve. And then we start to go through the motions of, okay, tell me about who you are and what you stand for. Because I feel like there's two really really crucial pieces of being a business owner and having a brand mm-hmm. before you even start selling a product or a service. Yes. Yeah. You've got to be really clear on who are you as a person? Who is Sarah? What does she care about? Why did she open this business? Mm. And then when I say to people, what are you all about? It's it's that, you know, answering that question of what gets you up in the morning? What is the motivator that's going to Give your ideal client that picture of this is the girl for me. She okay. is the one that I want to work with. So I really start in that getting real clarity around who they are and what they stand for so that they then have the confidence to start putting themselves out there in a way that feels really good, whether it's networking, pitching themselves, prospecting clients. It's really about saying, okay, well, what's my message? Because When we're unclear on our message, Mm. our clients or our prospective clients have absolutely no idea what we're about. Yeah. So we're in messaging. Then we're talking about, okay, we know what our message is now and we want to get really clear on, I guess, what, what is our offer to the market? What solution are we bringing that's going to make a genuine impact and change a person's life? And for many women, and I'm, I'm not sure whether you find this, Sarah, but for so many incredible women that I know, they are awesome at what they do. It yeah. doesn't matter whether they're a marketer, a lawyer, a florist, an accountant, but they look at their skill set and they go, oh, but I just find this pretty easy. I find it pretty easy to do a tax return. I find it pretty easy to write a marketing strategy. Yes. And so they don't actually put the true value on what it is they can share with a potential client. And so it's really about saying it doesn't matter what your skill set is. It matters about what that transformation is going to be for the client on the other side and really being able to demonstrate that 
in a way that the client says, I could be that person. That scenario, that vision of success is possible for me. Yeah. Oh, I love this. Is giving me you're giving me all the feels, Claudia. You're like you were like speaking my language so much, and I market and speak alike. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, oh. but the really interesting thing about it is what that you're talking about might sound really simple, but I will guarantee that some of my listeners right now are having a moment of like, oh, I don't have clarity on that. I don't have. I've never thought about what does my ideal day look like. I don't know what my why is, and I definitely know for myself, having been in business a long time. Um, it has taken me a while to find that and unearth that information and it continues to grow and evolve as my business does as well. But um, I still have that true north that guides me all the time. And so even though things might meander along, I'm still looking at that, knowing where I'm headed. And um, if you're sitting there and those questions have rocked you a little bit as my listeners, um, hit pause on us and go and have a little moment at sort of journaling some of those prompts that um, Claudia just gave us because they are absolute gems. Now, one of the, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, not at all, Sarah. I think that's such a, and again, giving yourself the permission to reflect on it, taking the time and also knowing that exactly as you said, our dreams and the things that we want to create do evolve over time. And so arriving at a message in your business today doesn't mean that that message needs to stay the same forever, mm-hmm. but it is going to be such a crucial piece of building that credibility, that recognition so that when people meet you, they do not forget Sarah. They do not forget meeting you or what you're about because something that you've said has stuck in their mind so that next time they're thinking about that thing, Sarah's just popping back up again. She's top of mind. Love it. Love it so much. So one of the things I know that you're really have some expertise in is helping us to market ourselves with confidence. And I think This, if I'm really frank, is something that I think is very unique to women. Big time. And a big piece of that is I was early speaking about, you know, really valuing our services and what we have to bring to the table. And something that I, a lot of women come to me very uh, honestly and say, Claudia, I'm not a naturally confident person. I'm not someone who wants to go out there and be the rah-rah girl and put myself out there. And I think sometimes what we have to remember about confidence is it's not about being the loudest, most vivacious person in the room. It's about having that knowing that despite the people that you meet or the experiences that you have, you're really willing to give it a crack. Yeah. And even, even not knowing what the outcome might be, because confidence is not the absence of uncertainty, doubt, nerves. It's really acknowledging all of those feelings, experiencing the full spectrum and saying, I'm still going to take action. Even if it feels a little bit scary, I'm going to put myself out there. Oh my gosh. I'm having such bad thank God moment, Claudia. I'm going to have to calm down because they're such beautiful words that you've just shared. And um, it's, it is that horrible fear, the feel, fear, the feel. Oh my gosh. I'm going to try and say it. <laughs> Feel the fear and do it anyway. It's it's very much that, but much more eloquently delivered by yourself because it doesn't mean just because we're putting ourselves out there that we are doing it without doubt. It's that we're doing it in spite of it. And this is something that I think we bump up against so, so much. And so from your perspective, when you're talking with clients and working with people, 
Um, how do you get people to step through? Because my biggest challenge with my clients is always saying, please put your face on everything. <laughs> yeah, it's really difficult, really difficult because for so many people, they've never had to be the face of their business before, right? They yes. might have been employed before, part of a big corporate machine. They've been a cog in a wheel and suddenly they're in this other arena. They have never played in it before. And I think for a lot of women, there is this fear of what are people going to think of me? Are they going to judge me for putting my face out there? Am I promoting myself too much? People think that I'm, you know, gloating or not being humble. That is a massive one that I hear. And I think the third piece of the puzzle is when you start your own business, it is so personal. Mm. It is your own creation. And the thought of, Putting yourself out there for everyone to see, it kind of feels like you're being caught with your pants down a little bit. Like, oh my God, everyone's seeing me for who I truly am and what I'm about. And there's this sense that people are going to have a perception of me that might not be true. Yes. And the best piece of advice and, and something that I, and Sarah, I have to say this to myself sometimes, <laughs> you know. It is really not my business what other people think of me. It really isn't. The only, you know, person that I need to care about who thinks something of me is me. If I'm waking up every day and I'm saying horrible things to myself or I'm not believing in myself, that's the only person whose thoughts that I care about. Yeah. Um, and there's a really wonderful exercise exercise I like to do with a lot of my clients. And it's probably back in that foundational stuff when we're getting really clear on what do you want your days to look like? What do you want this business to look like? And I ask them to get like an A4 piece of paper in their notebook and we draw a line down the middle of the page. So it's two columns. Mm -hmm. And on the left-hand side, I ask her to write down all of the things that she would be doing if she was the most confident version of herself. Mm -hmm. So she might be waking up in the morning, she's off to Pilates, she's going for a walk, she's having coffee with the girls, she's jumping on a nine o'clock podcast interview, she's, you know, not doom scrolling her Instagram, yeah, doing lives on socials. Totally. It's all of these aspirational um, activities that, Sometimes we reserve for this other person, this person yes. that we wish we could be. And what well, that will be once we've got some, and, and, and I definitely did this to myself, once I've got some runs on the board or I've proved yes. myself or I've done something. Yeah. And um, I, I finished, I just finished a master's in comms a couple of years ago and I, I got offered to do my PhD, which seems super fun. And I had a girlfriend say, when are you going to be enough? <laughs> Why? Wow. And did that hit you? It hit me very hard. Yeah. Um, because I kind of feel like um, if I, because I call myself an expert quite often mm. and I feel like I have to have lots of people with pieces of paper that demonstrate that, whereas actually I have to have none and I just have to show up and own it. <laughs> but Sarah, you have the self-awareness to recognise that part of what makes you feel confident is having that qualification or mm -hmm. having this demonstration of your incredible expertise. And some people don't have that self-awareness. And so 
you oh, know, no. yeah. on that confidence side, it might be, I feel proud of the study that I've completed. I feel proud of the qualifications that I have. Yeah. Whereas sometimes when we go to that other side of the page, which are the activities or the language that we might use when we're not our most confident self. Now, Sarah, I don't know about you, but on the days where I don't feel my most confident self, I've definitely drunk about 68 coffees. I've been doom scrolling my Instagram. I've been doing activities that really don't feed me and fuel my brain to make me want to show up. And so it's also about being like really clear on what are the things that are not in my best interest. Yeah. And then suddenly you have this incredible comparison of, well, I do a couple of these things on the most confident version and I also do a couple of these things on the least confident version. So why don't I just choose one thing that I'm going to start doing on my quest to be that more confident version of myself? Can I just say, Claudia, when you were talking, I was listening, thinking, what would I put on that list? And it's really, really interesting um, because the list is, you might as well just call it, what are you, how are you holding yourself back? <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> totally. Totally. Every time we censor ourselves and we check ourselves and go, I'm going to do that when, or, and I, I think one of the things that frustrates me is it's often not even about the skills and expertise and qualifications. The other thing that I find, and I'm sure that you found this with your clients as well, is that we hold ourselves back in our confidence because of the way in which we look and how we feel like we're going to be judged. Yep. And that just cuts me when people say that because um, I don't want to live in a world where everyone is Instagram perfect and looks like a Kim Kardashian clone. And I don't believe most people want to live in that world. And it's really hard to try and convey that to women when they say, I oh, know, but I still haven't lost my baby weight and my baby's five and I wish I looked younger and my hair was this. And it's really hard to push people when they're uncomfortable with how they look because when we're on socials, it's all about how we look, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think on that one, Sarah, it's also about saying, okay, so if I ha am having those feelings like I haven't lost the baby weight, I don't look like how I used to. I think it's also about asking ourselves like, so what So what would it take for me to show up on camera today? Would it, would it mean, you know, blow drying my hair so I feel a little bit more like myself? Would it mean putting on my favorite pair of earrings that are beautiful, bright and sparkly to inspire me? What are the things that motivate you in order to show up? Because in that scenario, particularly as a mum, I'm sure that mum is showing up for their kids. She's showing up 100%. Yeah. And so I think sometimes we can take just like a little bit of that inspiration and say, what is it going to take for me to show up today? And being really honest about it. It might take the three coffees to just get <laughs> me going in the yeah. morning. But it's it's embracing that honesty and having the self-awareness to say, it might not be perfect, but I'm going to show up anyway. Oh my gosh, Claudia. So good. <laughs> and can I just say those really simple tips of just giving yourself that little confidence boost is so important because we can't wake up and, and, and I, I wish this is true. I keep rubbing all the genies in a bottle to think I'd love to wake up and be 10 years younger and 10 kilos lighter, but it's not going to happen. And in the meantime, I want to keep building my business. And yes. so um, I have to keep moving forward on doing those things that are going to help me with that. And those little tips are so juicy because they might seem small, but I know this for myself. I know that I never show up online if I haven't got 
I, I don't like dirty hair and I love my hair and I, I, I don't care how it looks, if it's straight, curly, whatever it is, I just like it to look nice so I feel confident. Yeah, and I always wear makeup and I always have lipstick on when I'm online. And those are my little confidence hacks that I use all the time. And I have other people. I've got a client who has never wears makeup and she just shows up and she's herself. And I was like, oh, I wish that was me, but it's not. I bet you know that. And I think there's also being able to embrace that different things motivate and inspire different people. It's Mm. something as simple as, for example, not feeling confident to network. You might be someone who the thought of a face-to-face networking event You'd rather watch paint dry or like you'd rather (laughs) stay at home in the dark because face-to-face or that being that super extroverted self might not be your thing, but online networking might be your thing. Zoom networking might be be your thing. So really know what you are about. And the best quote that someone shared with me once when I was in a scenario where I was definitely holding myself back. She said, Claudia, the time's going to pass anyway, so it actually doesn't really matter what you do, but if you're going to look back in six months' time and go, am I happy that I pressed go on that thing or am I happy that I didn't press go, I think we know which scenario <laughs> we prefer. The time is going to pass anyway. We might as well do something incredible with it. Oh, I'm so putting that on my vision board. I've heard it before. It's actually in a really famous Julia Roberts movie. Um, the time oh. is going to pass anyway. Yeah, I'm trying to think which one it was. It was one how of. Am, I love Julia Roberts. I'm just not sure how I missed that. <laughs> I don't know, but um, it's really, really true because um, we, I think we think something's going to be different, and we're going to wake up tomorrow and something's going to instantly change about ourselves, and it doesn't. Um, but if we start taking action, and I will say this, I was actually making a joke with my husband the other day because I've been doing videos online really consistently for four years now, yeah. and I look at the original ones and I'm like. I just made myself do it and I look so I look so uncomfortable. I look like a, someone's got a gun to my back or something. <laughs> and the reality of it is that now four years later, I have a podcast, I train online all the time, I speak all the time, and I'm very comfortable and natural. But it didn't start out like that. And so if I hadn't started, I would never have got any better. Yes. And, th- and that's part of the process, right? None of us are experts in our space until we keep practicing the thing and showing up every day. And I think particularly for women in business, and I know this to be fundamentally true, is that every woman has an incredible and very unique skill set. And it is an enormous disservice not to share that skill set with the world. Enormous. Oh, I love that. And oh, for all my listeners, I truly hope that you just heard that and it really landed for you because we do have an obligation to share our gifts with the world and I truly really believe that so I am going to say on that beautiful note Claudia I'm going to wrap you up because I know you and I can talk all day and I just wanted to say to all of my listeners I sincerely hope you have taken some absolute gems away from this conversation and um, please know that if you check the show notes all of the links will be in there and how you connect with the gorgeous Claudia how you can follow her and understand more of what it is that she helps us all uncover within ourselves. And Claudia, I just want to say a huge thank you for coming on my show. I'm so appreciative. Likewise, Sarah. Thank you. That was just such a beautiful conversation. My absolute pleasure. And to all my listeners, I hope you enjoyed today. Try and find a moment to pause and maybe do some journaling after what we've just listened because there's some big things. I know my brain's ticking over. 
Um, and to all of you, I hope you've enjoyed today. I will catch you the same time next week on The Social Circus. Thanks so much for tuning in to The Social Circus. As your host, Sarah Thompson, I am thrilled that you've chosen to spend your time hanging out with me. I would be so grateful if you could spare an extra moment to go and leave me a review on your favourite podcasting platform. And if you even felt more excited, you could share my podcast with your friends who you think would get great value from it. Thanks so much again for tuning in.